0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News on Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Stand up for your country. There was a very important tribute at the White House today. It didn't get a lot of publicity, um, but I want to tell you about it. It was a Medal of Honor ceremony, um, and the three men who were uh, given the most prestigious medal, uh, two of them are deceased, and we want to tell you a little bit about them. So, this happened. Uh, in the White House, uh, about 1.30 in the afternoon, President Biden went out, and uh, the first uh, man who got the Medal of Honor is Sergeant First Class Alwin Cash, um, and he was 35 years old when he was killed, uh, saving six soldiers from a burning vehicle in Iraq in 2005. Uh, he survived by his wife and daughters, Lahida and Alexis, and his son, Andrew. So this is what I mean about uh, America, personal sacrifice. I mean, here's the sergeant, and he gives up his life for his fellow soldiers. Uh, He's honored, yes, and his family, I mean, obviously, uh, couldn't be more proud. But it's so heartbreaking. You get three kids who grow up without a courageous father. Um, It just, I just, when I think about these things, it it just haunts me. So the second man is Sergeant First Class Christopher Salis. Uh, he uh, was killed uh, exposing himself to enemy fire in Afghanistan in 2018. used his body uh, to protect fellow soldiers. Uh, he is survived by his spouse, Katie, and their daughter. Uh, 32 years old when the sergeant was killed in Afghanistan. The third recipient of the Medal of Honor is still alive, uh, Master Sergeant Earl Plum Lee. U.S. Army, and he prevented a suicide attack by Taliban fighters in 2013 that would have killed dozens of people. So the award is given for conspicuous gallantry. Uh, It is, as I said, the nation's highest military award, and we are um, pleased that we can tell you about it. You know, uh, if you uh, surf the media today uh, and tomorrow, I, I don't think anybody will even mention it. You know, that's how uh, crass, C-R-A-S-S, this media has become. Now, if I'm wrong and you do see it, please tell me, because I'd like to give the journalists um, credit who broadcast or write about this. So I'm happy to do it. All right. So there's a poll by UGov. I don't know what UGov is, but they did a 42,000. People survey across 38 countries asks a very simple question Who do you admire most in the world? Let's go with the men uh, up top. I should do the women first, but we'll do cross it up, put it on the screen. Top five most admired men uh, number one, Barack Obama. Uh, number two, uh, Bill Gates. Now, I don't really get Bill Gates yeah, okay. He a tech guy and everything, but do what do I admire Bill Gates? No. Now, three is shocking. President Xi of China. Now he, this guy is a killer. And you know, you know about the Uyghurs and the concentration camps in Western China. This guy's a killer. What he did to Hong Kong and the people there wanted freedom, And he's the third most admired people in which. which how screwed up this world is. All right, the fourth most admired is soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, he kicks uh, a little round ball. And the fifth is actor Jackie Chan. Now, I like Jackie Chan. All right, I like him. But it shows you what the Chinese influences here with Xi and Chan. Um, but do I admire Jackie? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't unadmire him. Is that a word? Unadmire, but you know, in a world where so many people are helping, so many other people. Now, Chan he's an entertainer, and all right. So uh, the women. Let's throw the women on up. First is Michelle Obama. Obama is obviously worldwide very popular. Uh, second, I don't get it. Angelina Jolie. She, I guess, adopts a lot of children and does humanitarian work. I don't really follow her very closely. Third, Queen Elizabeth II. I do understand that. Uh, It's a woman with dignity in her mid-90s, still kicking. Uh, Fourth, Oprah Winfrey. Um, Okay. Uh, I think Oprah does a lot of good. I'm not exactly sure, but I think she does. And then fifth, I have no idea, Scarlett Johansson. Now, why she is most admired, I mean, nice-looking woman, I don't know. Uh, Some other notables on the list, Donald Trump clocked in at 13, Pope Francis at 16, and President Biden at 20. So Trump beat uh, Biden by 7 on the most admired list. On the women's side, Vice President Harris at 11, Hillary Clinton at 12. So, well, you know, I, I'm not disputing uh, the Ugov survey, I, I think, probably. But President Xi? I, I, what is there to admire about this man? I, I... Okay. So there's a study at a Cornell University, far-left university, but they still have researchers that do decent work. Uh, that says that the U.S.A. may be reaching an irreversible tipping point in cultural hatred, okay? And I believe this, because my own experience is this. So back 10 years ago, when um, Barack Obama was president, I got along with the uh, Obamas. I I mean, I told you this before. Uh, I interviewed him three times. Uh, we had good dialogues about Abraham Lincoln, about mentoring inner-city youth. I helped him in his uh, Brother's Keeper program. Um, I, and I, didn't, I disagreed with his look on life because I didn't think it worked. Right? I, the mentoring program did. But the free giveaways, that doesn't work, in my opinion. But I, I, I had a dialogue with that, and I, didn't, I mean, we got along. You know, and the same thing with the Clintons. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Hillary Clinton, but, you know, I mean, when I'd run into her, we'd have a conversation. Bill Clinton, you know, I see him around. and Still to this day, we have conversations. He's a smart guy. But now I find myself, could I have a conversation with Nancy Pelosi? I'm not sure I could. Or even Schumer, who I run into. I, I think I could with Schumer. I've known him long enough. But I find myself being angered angered by the progressive left, you know, and I, and I don't want them around me. And that's a whole different thing than I've ever experienced in my life. I mean, Bill de Blasio has killed thousands of people. I mean, by his insane policies in New York City, thousands of people have died. And you can go to every other liberal city in the country and run it down, and we will later on. And I, I just can't do it. On the far right, I, I can't deal with the Proud Boys. I can't deal with them. All right? I, I mean, I know what they're up to. I know what in their hearts. And so the polarization now has become, as and Cornell says this, he says that... Um, There is political intolerance displays similar phase dynamics. This is all academic pinhead stuff with a hard to predict critical point beyond which polarization becomes unlikely to reverse, even with an infusion of open minded pragmatism. Now, I think I have open minded pragmatism. If there's something good on the left, I'll I'll tell you. All right. But I don't see it ever coming back where Americans even, and, and this study says, even if there was an attack on the country, it wouldn't unite people like it did after 9-11. They're so far at, apart. And the media has a lot to do with this. You know, earlier this week, I said that uh, the three cables in, in particular, they've the choir, and they do. Preach the choir. I mean, it's not like the factor used to be, I bring in the smartest people who disagree with me and, and we debate. It doesn't happen anymore. And the network news, they just black stuff out. You just can't hear it. They just won't tell you about inflation, as we reported yesterday. Okay, let's get to COVID. So a new study says that this uh, Omicron variant, 70 times more contagious than the regular COVID. So it means that. If if the bug gets into your system 70 times faster, you get it. Boom. Okay. And that's what we're seeing. Now, the upside is it's not as severe. Okay. So the study says it's not as the uh, infections in lungs are significantly lower. And that's what kills you. The lung infection can't breathe. Okay. So it's lower than COVID-19. Um, Now, Fauci says, and this is another thing. So Fauci comes out yesterday and says, look, if you have the booster and Moderna and Pfizer, you're protected mostly against the Omicron. Well, I have the booster and the two shots and I was glad to hear it, but I don't believe Fauci. I don't believe him. Even when he says something that is in my zone of approval, I don't believe him. Why is he there? And I don't. I mean, all I'm doing, I'm just based upon his past performances. So I don't believe a word he says, even when he says something that I'd like to hear. But anyway, that's what Fauci says. Now, they did another study in South Africa where the Omicron variant uh, started. And it said that the hospital uh, admissions are 30 percent lower if you get Omicron than the regular COVID, which again says it's way more contagious, but it's not as severe. Now, I'm just reporting because I don't know. You know, I get letters all the time. What about this? What about that? What about natural immunity? What about I don't know. All I can do is report what the medical studies show. How do I know? You know, my best advice to you, and it's good advice, so listen to me. Consult your doctor if you have any, credit, any questions about vaccines or boosters or COVID in general or uh, masks or distance. Talk to your doctor about it. I hope you have one you can trust. And also be very, very cautious this Christmas time. Very cautious. Don't dive into crews. Dive into groups. You know, I had to go to a wake last night. A friend of mine's father died. I wore the mask at the wake. Okay, I don't like wearing a mask. All right, But I carry one now. And then, you know, I, there were a whole bunch of people at the wake I didn't know. So I put the mask on. Now, did the mask protect me? I have no blanking clue whether it protected me or not. But I asked my doctor and she said, yeah, I'll wear the mask. And, and if you go to any where there's people you don't know. OK. Also, I'll, I'll do it because I want to protect not only myself, but my family. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, Another uh, social media company, as you know, so they're going to fire everybody that works for them if you don't get vaccinated. So now uh, employees are losing pay. All right, pay deductions for the unvaxxed, And by January 18th, if you're not vaccinated and you work for Google, you're toast. OK, so they will give you 30 days paid leave to get vaccinated. If you don't, you're done. Um, Google. NFL. So 100 players have tested positive for COVID. They're in the locker rooms unmasked and on top of one another in the practice facilities. So remember, the football players practice every day and then they play on Sunday or Thursday or Monday or whatever it is. So when they're that close and there's no VAX mandate. All right. In the NFL. Um, some teams, individual teams, have it. Uh, I think the Tampa Bay Bucks have it, uh, but the uh, 100 players. So now the games coming up Saturday and Sunday are all going to be skewed because big stars are in COVID protocol. But the league go, oh no, we're going because of the money. You get stadiums and and you know the people are going to go, and that's why you know when I see. um, It is a phenomenon. The NFL is a powerful, the most powerful entertainment entity in the world, even more powerful than soccer in Europe. So people are willing to go to the games. And that's why, you know, when I'm doing this Trump tour in Texas, I mean, and and Florida, thousands and thousands of people are willing to go, you know, to see if it's worth the risk to them. And I mean, it's unbelievably impressive to me. So the NFL, anyway, they're going to play the games, um, but 100 in one day. U.K. uh, reports the highest number of daily COVID cases ever. So, again, uh, this new contagion is um, 70% of the British population is vaxxed, fully vaxxed, two doses. But only 37% have a booster, okay? I don't even know if the booster is going to protect you because there are crossover cases, as everybody knows. But you are much better protected if you are vaxxed. Monmouth Poll uh, says that people are worn out over COVID. So the question, when you think of the past 20 months of the pandemic and any changes you've had to make to your life, do you feel worn out about it? Yes, 60 percent. Um, no, thirty-nine. I guess I'd be in a no. I'm not worn out. I'm frustrated, as everybody is, that we can't get back to a normalcy, can't travel. It's inconvenient. uh, People are getting hurt. I mean, that's the main concern. Other people are getting hurt by this. Uh, I'm not worn out yet. Uh, And two other questions in the poll caught my eye. Do you support or oppose requiring people to show proof of vaccination in order to go to work? Support 46, oppose 50. That's interesting. So more Americans don't want proof of vaccine in order to go to work. And the other one was, do you support or oppose instituting face masks and social distancing guidelines in your state? Support 55, oppose 42. Okay, interesting. Let's go to crime. So, you know, we almost talk about San Francisco too much. City's done. It's finished. And I'll I'll prove it in a moment. So the mayor there is a woman named London Breed. She's been in office since 2018. Far left. All right. And she herself diverted one hundred and twenty million dollars away from the San Francisco police into welfare programs. One hundred and twenty million. And San Francisco's not that big a town. So now, because crime is so out of control, she's getting tough. London Breed is getting tough. Roll the tape. It's time that the reign of criminals who are destroying our city, it is time for it to come to an end. And it comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement more aggressive with the changes in our policies and less tolerant of all the bull that has destroyed our city.
1: We are going to turn this around.
0: Hypocrite of the year. You got it. She wins. Hypocrite of the year. So you're going to put the 120 million back, Mayor Breed, to the cops that you took away from them? And you can't do a damn thing because Chase Bodine, the DA, is not going to prosecute anybody in San Francisco. Maybe a rapist, maybe a murderer, maybe. But nobody committing property crimes or drug crimes, though you can arrest them all day long and they're not going to get prosecuted because you and your little far-left cabal have ruined the city. And let me prove that. New arrivals to the Bay Area are down 45% since March 2020. And those exiting the area up 21%. So nobody coming in, people coming out. But here's the real kicker. San Francisco has the steepest drop in business travel revenue of any other place in the country. 93% drop in business revenue in San Francisco. That destroys the economy out there all right in 2019 1 million hotel rooms were occupied okay this year less than 50,000 1 million 2019 less than 50,000 this year you don't think San Francisco's destroyed it's destroyed and you know what you pinheads You left-wing pinheads in that city by the bay? It's your fault. You elected London Breed and Chase Bodine. You destroyed your own city. And here in New York, we're on our way to that. Maybe the new mayor will turn it around. Chicago, another destroyed city. Totally destroyed. So, 15-year-old Elias Valdez wanted to buy some pot, okay? So he went up to a 17-year-old drug dealer. And the drug dealer stabbed him to death. Now, they won't release the name of the drug dealer because he's 17 under 18. So the case goes to court. The drug dealer, 17-year-old. Yeah, I did it. I stabbed him to death. So, Judge Stephen Bernstein, okay, Stephen Bernstein, Cook County judge says, okay, I'm giving you three years probation and 100 hours of community service. For taking a human life, a 17 year old gets probation and 100 hours of community service. This is Cook County, Chicago. Here are the relatives of Elias Valdez. Go.
1: I miss him a lot, a lot. It's so sad I won't be able to see him. I am angry he took my son's life. I'm just asking for justice. I'm just upset and mad to the person who like did this to him because my brother didn't deserve to die like this.
0: OK. So, again, the judge's name is Stephen Bernstein. How, how can you live with yourself? How? So there's a 15-year-old stabbed to death. The guy who did it says, yeah, I did it. I'm a dope dealer, and I killed him. And he gets probation. Politics. Build back better. Not happening this year, and I, you know, I'm not going to play my soundbite again. I promise. Um, I told you this it, is not so. Mansion, uh, he, yeah, they're blaming Mansion, but it's not just Mansion. Uh, Democratic senators don't want to vote on Bill Back better because they know it'll ignite inflation even more. Joe Biden doesn't know that because he doesn't know anything, literally. All right. So it's not going to happen this year. Um, now, maybe I'll be stunned, and something will maybe they'll get to Mansion somehow, and Cinema, and the rest of the Democrats are holding out. And if they do, we'll report it. But they're going home soon. Um, Friday, uh, I think the House bails. House has already approved this, by the way. But the Senate is going to mark it up and then send it back. So the, there's not going to be anybody there. So Manchin yesterday said, that, you know, I don't like a whole bunch of the stuff in the bill. And again, if you pass trillions and trillions of dollars of government spending, that ignites inflation, which is already running at a record rate. And that's the one thing the media can't. Distort. They blacked it out, as I told you yesterday, NBC, ABC, CBS on their nightly news. The day it broke that record breaking inflation is here, they didn't report it. They can black it out. But everybody's experiencing it personally. So the media can't cover it up. It's a personal pain. And it's going to sink the Democratic Party. So maybe it had to happen. Maybe all this had to happen on a self-corrective course for the nation. So this House committee is getting a lot of uh, publicity. Again, this committee by Nancy Pelosi is set up to take Donald Trump off the board so he can't run for president in 2024. That is the sole reason this committee is in existence. We already blew the Trump instigated the Capitol riot out of the water in the Trump show. In Florida last weekend, the president told the crowd, and it got out everywhere, that he did request the National Guard one day before the riot. So the instigation thing is out. Now we have he didn't act fast enough. And I will ask Mr. Trump about this in Houston and Dallas' this coming weekend. So it's going to court because Meadows, the chief of staff, and others aren't cooperating. All right, because of executive privilege. I want to remind you once again what we broke, the story we broke here at BillOReilly.com. You hear this nowhere else, that in 2009, January 21st, the second day he was in office, Barack Obama signed Executive Order 13233, Executive Order 13233, that said that presidents who leave the White House, still are protected by executive privilege. That executive order remains in effect. So when this goes to the Supreme Court or whatever, the lower courts don't care about the law or anything else. They rule, judges rule, but parent what they want to rule. When it gets into the serious territory, this order will provide Donald Trump with executive privilege and all the people who were working for him. If it doesn't, I, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, did I have that executive order? Uh, no. I gave you the wrong order. I'm sorry. It's my fault. The executive order that President Obama signed, second day in office, is 13489, in case you want to look it up, 13489, all right? that is the uh, number of the eo sorry for the mistake a lot of material here and remember i'm doing this off the top of my head i don't have a teleprompter or anything not an excuse i made a mistake and i shouldn't have but i rectified it thank god all right so there are reports that the national football league we just talked about them on the COVID front has donated to three groups that are trying to defund the police so the national football league gives charitable donations so they've donated 300,000 to the Oregon Justice Resource Center and they want to defund the police (laughs) the two others are the Vera Institute of Justice in New York City and the Community Justice Exchange all right this is uh, associated with the tides foundation these are three very radical groups so the National Football League to appease the african-american players Sends out a lot of money to social justice groups. Three of them want to defund the police. thought you might want to know it won't matter. As I said, the NFL is the most powerful entertainment uh, group in the world. And no matter what they do, people will watch the games. This day in history, one of my favorite stories that I wrote about extensively in Killing England. I love this story. Okay, so 248 years ago, December 16th. 1773, Samuel Adams, who was the driver of the Sons of Liberty, the group that wanted to kick England out of North America, Samuel Adams organized a group of guys who dressed up like Mohawk Indians and went out into the Boston Harbor, boarded a ship or a bunch of ships, three ships, and dumped 342 chests of tea, In present-day money, that's about $500,000 worth of tea into the Atlantic Ocean. They did this because the king, George, was taxing tea. And all the colonists drank tea. That was the primary beverage. Okay? So the Sons of Liberty, in the middle of the night, got on out, got aboard those three ships, threw all the tea in the harbor. All right? That was the Boston Tea Party. If you go to Boston, you can see reenactments. They have everything for you to see. But what happened after that was George, the crazy king in London, got so mad that he passed, Parliament passed, the Intolerable Acts. And that was more taxes on paper, stamps, you name it. But not only that. They ordered the colonists to house British soldiers. So in Boston, the British army was there. And they went into your house, kicked you out of your house, and slept there and and ate there and hung out there. Meanwhile, you're with Aunt B somewhere else. That ignited the anger of. The colonists and then it went downhill spiraled downhill from there uh, and led to the armed conflict that came a few years later so the boston tea party started it all and that samuel adams i identify with him because i would have been doing the same thing had i, had I been back then all right so the boston tea party 248 years ago today we'll take a break we're back with some good mail and a final thought I'm going to run down the upcoming Trump weekend in Houston and Dallas. Right back.
1: Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.
0: Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com Bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got Eugene Derezzo, St. George, Utah. Nice time. I have been there. In fact, I came out of the Grand Canyon and went to St. George. Uh, we had a good time. Bill, I personally feel and fear the obvious division with our population. With my respect and admiration for the track record that Donald Trump accomplished in his term, I'm afraid of the continuing division in this country if he runs again in 2024. What say you? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I asked President Trump about that. Okay. I said, look, if you run and he wants to, you're going to have worse press, if you can believe it, than you had the first time around, and the country will remain divided. How are you going to deal with that? He said he will improve the economy so much that he'll win over uh, most of the people because of economics. That's what his answer was. Roy, I'm an Aussie. I have been watching American politics for some time. It's so sad to see the great USA fall so low. As I said earlier, Roy, it probably had to happen. The progressive left is ruining this country. It wants a socialist government. It wants political correctness, wokeism. It wants critical race theory. It wants to divide the races. It's evil. In order to get rid of them, we have to hit rock bottom politically. And the Biden administration, it's on its way down there. Now, in your country, and I like Australia very much, I've been to a good part of the country. Uh, You have a COVID crisis down there because of the freedoms you've lost with the government trying to fight this pandemic. So, but I appreciate, I think you, you know, you, you want good things for America. We want good things for Australia. Uh, Mark Navarro, Pensacola, Florida. If less than 50% of Democrats polled approve of Mr. Biden's performance, how is it? That the poll you cited tonight, O'Reilly, shows 60 percent approve of him running again for reelection because all the polls are different. So right now that poll said 60 percent, which is a low number, by the way, very low number of Democrats want Biden to run again. But who knows if that's accurate? Now, you could say, well, I don't really like what Biden's doing, but I want him to run again because I don't like Trump or I don't like Republicans. You could do that. Maybe that's in play. Uh, Don, dawn, like uh, the Four Seasons song, dawn go away, I'm not good for you. Don Hewitt, Philadelphia. Bill, I hear you reference President Obama's executive order. And Dawn actually has it right, 13489, regarding executive privilege and former presidents. I see where the courts weigh in and deny Mr. Trump's challenges. What's going on? I told you. The lower courts don't care about <laughs> the law. I mean, it, they don't. You know, everybody knows that. That's why you have the Supreme Court. Um, Wes, concierge member. And I uh, suggest that everybody check that out for Christmas gift. Upgrade if you're a premium member concierge. Give concierge membership. Get all kinds of free stuff. But if you are a concierge member, you can email me about anything privately you know i'll only read your email if you put it on the message board like west did but if you got a problem if something's going wrong i'll try to help you and and i get pretty good advice all right so west says dig deeper o'reilly why is the media so corrupt specifically Ideolo- it's all ideology west these people are fanatical leftists that run these operations They believe the Kool-Aid, and they want to hang around with other people who think the same way and go to the parties, go to the Emmys, go to the Oscars. That's what what it is, no more than that. John, concierge member, thank you, John. I'm surprised that Hillary Clinton is testing the waters to jump back into politics when the Durham investigation has tied her so closely to the Russian collusion hoax. Excellent point you're making. But when Durham finally wraps up his investigation, which will be probably in 18 years, press won't report it accurately. They'll ignore it. Hillary knows that. Hillary knows that Biden and Harris are drowning. And they're not likely to come back. She knows. She also knows there's no other Democrat in a position to run for president except her with the name recognition and all that. So that's why we're hearing from Hillary. But it doesn't matter what Durham comes up with. You won't hear it in the media. They'll bury it. Hey, unless Hillary's indicted, which she won't be. Mary Amendadino, eastern Pennsylvania, just finished reading Killing the SS. The extent of the evil that was permeated by those like Adolf Eichmann is hard to believe. And the book describes it in great detail. You know, uh, Killing the SS, if you really want to know about evil in this season of light, you know, we're looking at Jesus, who was absolutely the best. And I wrote about that in Killing Jesus. I mean, the guy was an amazingly good human being, and he was a human being. You contrast with what Germany did? Incredible. Judy Howard, Clarendon, North Carolina, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas, Bill, and thank you for working so hard to bring us a valid source of news. It's a treasure to me because I trust you, and the No Spin News is the only news source I watch. Well, right back at you, Judy, I want you to have a great Christmas season. Uh, I appreciate you appreciating me for working hard because I work my butt off, and so does my staff. Now, we're going to reward the staff. That's what we do. Um... And uh, I know most of you appreciate what we do here. So uh, if you do truly appreciate it, go to the Christmas store. I got some bad news, though, in the Christmas store. Okay? This is the best mug in the world. Stand up for your country. Sold out. Gone. And we ordered thousands of them. But you can pre-order it. We'll get some in in January, but we're gone now. I'm sorry, but I told you to move it. We do have... The God Bless America Christmas ornaments, which are fantastic. Okay. And, you know, the memberships are very important to us. The more members we get, the more powerful we become. Give them as gifts, premium and concierge members, and then you get the bill bundle. Want to throw the bill bundle? I love the bill bundle. Right. This is, a, you know, if you give a concierge or premium membership, you get all the stuff on the screen free, including Killing the Mob, which is still selling 4,000 copies a week. Can you believe that? It's been out since May. So the bill bundle. All right, quick break and back with a final thought about our Texas weekend coming up. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve All right, final thought of the day for the No Spin News. I used to work in Texas uh, when I was a young reporter at WFAA-TV in Dallas. I think I've been to every county in that unbelievably large state, including Big Bend National Park. I, I mean, I've been all over. And Texas is unique, and I'm very, very happy to be going down there with Donald Trump. So we're going to have huge crowds in both Houston and Dallas. There are a few tickets remaining. Toyota Center in Houston Saturday, American Airlines Center, Dallas Sunday. Okay. But if another ticket doesn't sell, we're already up for the four shows to about 33, 40, 34,000 tickets sold in the middle of a pandemic. Unheard of. For a political forum, unheard of. Okay. Nobody in the world could have sold this many tickets other than Donald Trump. Not coming to see me. Okay, I'm just the guy who's asking the questions here. Come to see him. Yet, all the lies about it and everything, we expected it. We counted it. I'm not going to go over it again. I am going to tell you that these two shows, these are the last in the four. Um, we might do more. It depends on the president if he wants to or not. But I have some very, very different questions. And on Monday, we will show you four clips On the no spin news here, but for concierge and premium members, we're going to show you about 10 minutes of the combined shows. Um, You'll get to see that. Okay, nobody else on earth will, just you. It's another reason to sign up and give the gift memberships. And this is important. We've already broken that big, big story about Mr. Trump suggesting the National Guard come in a day before the Capitol riot. It's huge. And now we're going to break more news on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm going to get a good chicken fried steak. I'm going to go down and just soak in that Texan ambiance. I'm looking forward to it. And we'll see you on Monday.